my friends, and welcome to episode 72 of Little Cabin Knits. Today's episode is All the Finished Things. I'm Emily. I'm your host. I am a knitter, crocheter, crafter, new mama, and lover of my home state of Alaska. I'm also a mental health therapist and a mental health advocate. Little Cabin Knits is a twice-monthly podcast all about knitting, crocheting, and mental health with a little bit of yoga sprinkled throughout. Today's episode contains around the campfire, on the shelf, on the couch, and contemplation corner. So grab a cuppa of your choice or take me along with you as you go out and do your chores or on a walk or just relax and just lean back and let's talk about our favorite subject. I hope it's your favorite subject as it is mine knitting and crafting. Well, hi, my friends. Emily here. You can find me on the interwebs as Anders Mill Knits, Instagram, TikTok, Ravelry, all those places. You can email me if you have any questions or comments or would like to just chit-chat at littlecabinknitsak at gmail.com. Otherwise, that's really all the announcements I have other than to tell you that yet again for this episode, you come along with me to the various places I go throughout the day and I just record when I have a moment. (laughs) So I think I've tried or or attempted to record this episode more than seven times and I could never sit down and get an entire episode recorded in one sitting. So I gave up and I did it yet again where I just took you along with me and you guys have been so gracious and kind that you haven't complained. In fact, you've been very encouraging about the fact that my episodes are so interesting these days. (laughs) Um, The other announcement I have is that um, I have a couple things that have been requested for me to talk about for the mental health section segment. Um, I just haven't been able to provide them enough time and attention that I usually provide to that segment. And so I've decided not to record that segment, at least for this episode. So it's it's more blog-like this time, uh, where I tell you just the segments we have today are admin, around the campfire, on the couch, on the shelf, And maybe Contemplation Corner. I'm not really sure yet. We'll have to think. I love Contemplation Corner because it helps me, you know, just kind of organize my mind a little bit. Maybe that's what the quote will be about, organizing your thoughts. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, but that's about it, my friends. Uh, I So just be aware that there's going to be background sound and <sighs> the sound isn't as good as I would prefer it to be. Um... Uh, I was generously offered uh, for somebody to buy me a new mic, and I graciously accepted, like gratefully, not graciously, gratefully accepted, and I got the notification that the mic is in the mail, so that's really exciting, so thank you, you know who you are. And also, oh yes, also, all the prize packages have been sent out, so if you want a prize from the last knit-along Either you received it in your email, 
or your package should have arrived this week. So thank you guys so much for your patience on that. And it's just so wonderful. The only other news I have is that summer is pretty much over, right? Well, our summer vacation. Like, everybody's going back to school this week, it seems like. Some people are already in school. It's just kind of crazy to me that it's gone by so quickly. I just don't know where it went. (sighs) Anyway, so sit back, enjoy, grab a cup of your choice, or take me along with you as you do your chores. And let's go and talk about our knitting, shall we? Around the campfire. Oh, my friends, it's been, uh, feels like it's been, well, it has almost been a month since we last spoke. Just, it's so hard to record. And I'm not saying it's hard to record to sit down to talk to you. I'm saying it's just, it's hard to find a quiet moment to record. And so you guys are currently joining my little one and I on our walk. So there could be, like right now I'm passing by a house that has a lawnmower going. So you might hear that. I do have my headphones in instead of my mic going, hoping that that can cut down on some of the ambient noise as well. But we have been busy little beavers. So Jimmy is almost 15 months now. Is that right? I think that's right. Or is it 16 months? 15 months. And he is in what is called another sleep regression stage in which he does not want to a go to sleep whether for naps or bedtime b stay asleep whether for naps or actual bedtime and c sleep in his crib (laughs) uh except for naps actually he's fine with sleeping in his crib for naps actually that's the only place he'll take naps now i can't get him to take naps when my parents have him and pardon there's a car coming so you might hear that so You know, I've been trying to make it so his schedule is pretty consistent so that he is home for his naps, but it's not always possible. So that kind of stresses me out because I I don't want my son's routine to be messed up because the more his routine gets messed up, the harder it is on him. Um, And honestly, me, who are we kidding? But I turned 42. Uh, July 24th, the day after my last recording, and I think it was the day after, yeah, it was a pretty rotten day all around. I started off great. My husband had the week off, and he made us all breakfast. We had a great, wonderful morning, and then things just went downhill from there. I don't want to really get into all the nitpicky things that went wrong, but (laughs) everything that could go wrong went wrong. For instance, we went on a walk. We got eaten alive by mosquitoes. Like, ridiculous. Jimmy's head looked like he had welts all over his head. I felt so bad. And the beautiful dinner Mr. Radio made me burned. And so he felt bad because we ended up just having, honestly, one of my absolute favorite meals, buttered noodles with, you know, some Parmesan over the top. I love that. I'm going up another hill, so I'll probably be out of breath. 
Um, so then we went camping and camping was wonderful and it was also very difficult. Um, camping with last year with Jimmy was stressful, but not necessarily difficult because he was only about three months old when we took our first camping trip with him. He slept a lot. He didn't move around a lot. He wanted to just be in people's arms and cuddle. And I went with my parents. Well, we all went with my parents. So his grandparents helped out quite a lot. And they have a pretty plush motorhome. So <laughs> we've got a wonderful motorhome. We're so grateful for it. Um, Mr. Radio's dad gave it to us. And uh, it is older. And it doesn't have... Well, we don't use hardly any of the um, doodads in it. Uh, I think we've only ever turned on the the uh, generator once in all the years we've been using it. And so really the only thing we use it for is uh, in the middle of the night to go to the restroom. Otherwise, we use outhouses and things like that. And we're just always outside. Well, it's not as practical with Jimmy at the stage he's at now, he wants to crawl around everywhere. And so he, um, since he's not walking, he gets his hands all scraped up. And so, yeah, it was, it was a little challenging. Um, second day we were out, it just was raining nonstop. And so we, spent the majority of the day in the camper and finally around 4 p.m. I just started crying because I hadn't really had any sleep because Jimmy wasn't sleeping well and I just said honey I just we just need to go home and he's like are you sure you love camping I said I'm not loving it this time <laughs> so it's like okay because this is your birthday present I was like I know but right now I just want to take my son home give him a bath and let him sleep in his crib where he's nice and secure and then we can just have a good night's rest as well. And so my husband's like, okay, we're going to do it. So we did. But for that uh, 36 to 40 hour period that we were out there, it was lovely in that it was just us. We had no cell phone service. So we couldn't be on our phones except for to take pictures, which of course you guys know I took lots of pictures and videos. Um, and so did Mr. Radio. Um, and it was just, it was just wonderful just being a part of the family. Oh, and the other thing was, I forgot 90% of our food stuff. I remembered all of Jimmy's food. <laughs> but for Mr. Radio and I, I forgot 90% of it. We had, I had made, let's see, what did they call it? I, I made up another recipe for granola bars, which Mr. Radio absolutely loved. Um, I made them less fancy this time in that I didn't put in all of the dried fruit. I just did some almonds, oats, um, some Rice Krispies, uh, some peanut butter and honey. And Mr. Radio loved it. I kind of was thinking to myself, maybe I was trying to make kind of like a kudos bar imitation, but so we had those and then we had hot dogs and buns, but no, um, ketchup and mustard. And I just really don't like dry hot dogs. I actually, I struggle eating meat in general. So I kind of like to mask the taste of meat as much as possible with condiments. And then, let's see, 
Uh, I remembered all the breakfast foods. So, cause that's important to me. Um, and then that was pretty much it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I remembered the corn, but I didn't remember the butter. So we had, <laughs> it was funny, Mr. Radio, Jerry rigged it so he could cook the corn over the fire. So, you know, it was interesting. We had fun, but it was also challenging because in the motorhome, Jimmy has this tiny little alley that he can crawl back and forth through. And, and then I get worried that he might fall down the camper steps, you know, or something like that. And yeah, I just, it was, it was just too stressful for me. So we came back. And other than that, I started a new position. Uh, I, ha I haven't been wanting to talk about it because, you know, things could happen and maybe I wouldn't start the job and stuff and something could come up. Maybe they would change their minds. But I am a therapist or a telehealth therapist for an online platform called Cerebral. Uh, think better help, but in my opinion, Cerebral's better because we offer medication management, nutrition uh, assistance, and those all those things. Uh, obviously, we offer crisis management. We have an entire crisis team. I, I love the crisis protocols that they have in place um, at Cerebral. And I am one of only two therapists uh, that work in the state of Alaska for Cerebral. So I'm hoping to get my client base up soon. Uh, I am going to be working just about 16 hours a week for now, just so my family can get back in the swing of things. And then as Mr. Radio feels more and more confident in taking care of Jimmy at night, I'll extend my hours and even go into the weekend some. And, and that's the other thing. I get to make my own hours. Isn't that amazing, guys? Work from home. I can still take care of my boys. And I make my own hours. And I'm doing my love, my passion. Uh, so I am extremely sad. And Oh my goodness, it's just so great to be a part of a team again. Oh, they're so wonderful. I've been chatting uh, a lot with all of the other therapists throughout the United States on... I'm going to stop for a minute because I have to turn off the, the mic in a sec, stop recording because we've got construction going. But I've been chatting a lot with the other therapists throughout the United States just on our internal platform messaging form. And I've just felt so much love and support from them and excitement for my field is just great. So hold on a sec, guys. All right, we made it back home, past all the construction. My neighbor's house had a fire, unfortunately, which meant they necessitated them moving out. And they don't have to tear down the house, but they have to pretty much gut it completely, redo the roof, all the ducting, everything. Um, and so everybody had to move out, and so they literally just started the construction on it yesterday. And I guess they must have turned off the electricity to the place because they have an external generator going. Hello, my love. Hi. But Jimmy's in a little bit better mood. Yes. Yes. You want to say hi to everybody in the podcast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you tell them about our walk? Yeah. Yeah. You want the phone, huh? Yeah, so you can 
record and talk to everybody, huh? Yes, you do. But that's about it for us around the campfire. It's been it's been pretty fun. Uh but, you know, um lots of adventures, some failed, some succeeded and lots of new stages in our lives and I'm just I'm just really excited to see what this new chapter will bring. What about you, Jimmy? Are you excited? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I love your stories. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, say bye-bye. We're going to go to the next segment. Okay. Now you're not going to say anything? Okay. On the shelf. I need to navigate to my very long list. Oh, my love. Okay. So, on the shelf, he's getting ready to go take his nap. And he wants to be in Mama's lap right now. Uh, For the month of July, I finished... um, Six slash seven projects. Um, I briefly talked about one or two last episode. I'm just going to run through And I literally just finished another project yesterday. So I've got that one to talk about too. Um, I completed a commission crochet project. Uh, the blanket I crocheted is called the Baby Shower Blanket by Michael Selleck. And I used Lion Brand pound of love in the colorway white for this one and this was a really great (laughs) exercise in crochet for me i learned a lot of new stitches um i think i talked about it a little bit on two episodes ago when i was hey hey don't start getting grumpy with me okay yeah um but what was really helpful for me was you know uh, I'm learning a lot of different things with crochet. And so I'm not exactly confident in a lot of areas. And what was great is that Michael recorded a, a, a YouTube video for all of the the blanket. Um, and he gave lots of tips and tricks. And he does that with... I'm, I think he does that with all of his patterns... And I could be mistaken, but I think the majority of his patterns are free to use. He's very prolific on YouTube. He does a lot of those YouTube shorts and things. Um, and I've been really enjoying them. <gasps> Who's that in the mirror? Is that my Jim Bean? Yeah! <laughs> That's you! Do you want to go, t- you want to go talk to yourself? Um, yeah, go talk to yourself. Go tell yourself all about your- the walk. There you go. Um, so that was great. And I recorded it and it was, it, it went, I mean, I, <laughs> sorry, I didn't record it. I, I finished the blanket and it went really well. I'm quite pleased with it. Um, now I'm just having difficulty getting paid from the person that asked me to do this. <laughs> I also uh, knit up a baby um, sweater called the Wee Appleton by, I'm not going to say it right, Tiaga Hilliard, Tiaga, 
T-A-I-G-A, Haliard. So I apologize for my pronunciation. I used loops and threads, capri cotton in pastel pink and rose, and I think it's gorgeous. It's such a sweet one. The yoke is or uh, has a placket and has four buttons in it. That's the only thing that actually I would change in this one. Uh, if I knit this again, which I could, I could knit this for Jimmy, and I think he would look absolutely adorable in this. I wouldn't do four buttons because the buttons are just too close together. She, It's about two rows of knitting separates each buttonhole. And when I sewed the buttons on, it was just... And I, and I used the size buttons recommended in the pattern. It was just... It, felt, it feels too crowded for me. So I would space out the buttonholes and only do three buttons on that placket. But I really like it. It's on the bias... So it's off over on the, I think when the baby wears it, it'll be on the left-hand shoulder uh, area. And so it's super adorable. And I knew I wouldn't have enough in one color of the Capri Cotton that I had in my stash. So I did the yoke, the cuffs, and the bottom hem in the rose colorway. And the body of the sweater in the pastel pink. And it worked out great. I think I used a U.S. size 6 on those. Uh, was really expecting that to hurt my hand since I was knitting in cotton, but it didn't really hurt too much worse. So that was great. Uh, something very successful that I crocheted up was Mr. Radio's birthday present. I crocheted him up the Starship Enterprise, the original Starship Enterprise. Um, I'm going to have to go put him to bed in a second. And he loved it uh, for, you know, we're, we're on a budget now, so we can't exactly do extravagant gifts for our birthdays, but I think this was the most successful thing that I have knit or crocheted for Mr. Radio to date. Even though he loves his hand-knit socks, he doesn't wear them very often because his feet get pretty hot. Um, even though I try to tell him that wool socks will regulate your heat more, actually. <laughs> um... He wears them a lot in the house in the wintertime. He refuses to wear them out of the house because he doesn't want them to get ruined. Um, but the Starship Enterprise, he has it hanging from the dash in his, the, the rearview mirror dash in his um, truck. And he just absolutely loves it. I think I might knit him one that's teeny tiny. Either, I don't know, I was thinking it would be really hilarious if I did it out of crochet, uh, not, not crochet, embroidery thread. I don't know how tiny that would make it. But I was kind of thinking key ring size because this was knit out of, let's see, Craft Smart in gray and blue and red. Um, oh, and Red Heart in the cherry red colorway, which is all worsted weight. and But the pattern calls for DK. But I just went up half a crochet hook size to an E, I think it was. And I, uh, it came out beautifully. Um, I think, mm -hmm, yeah, you got mama. <laughs> he loves sticking his fingers in my mouth. Arr, are you going to do it again? Arr, 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 arr. I'm going to eat you. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah. Oh, you taste so good. Yeah. I think maybe I'll try the crochet, uh, to crochet him one out of fingering weight. I've got a lot of gray fingering weight mini skeins and scraps around the house so I think that would work um I definitely have enough scraps 
to knit, to crochet this up because even in worsted weight, <laughs> I mean, if it took 30 yards, I'd be surprised. So it was, and it was really great. It did take a little bit of time because I had to do it when Jimmy was asleep. And there was, there's a lot of piecing together of the starship itself, but it's not hard piecing piecework. It's just, it took a little bit of time and concentration. And, you know, when Jimmy's awake, he doesn't uh, give me that time to concentrate. So that's okay. Um, then I finished my Tia top, which we talked about last episode, so I'll skip that one. I crocheted up for my sister's birthday uh, a doily. It's called the Scallop Round Doily by Kristen Stoltzfus. Um, and it I I just googled beginner crochet doily patterns. Again, I'm on a budget. I, I did really luck out. My my sister loves um, flatware. Not flatware. That's that's forks and knives. Um, I lost the name of it. Uh, plates that have scenes on them. Um, and platters and all that. And, you know, ant- antique things. Um, she collects uh, rose glass as well as... What's that brown glass? I forgot what it's called. She inherited my grandmother's set when she passed. I forgot what that's called. I'm really bad with all of these things. But at the same time, I know a good one when I see it. And I happened to be at one of our secondhand shops and, with Mr. Radio. And I have a rule. You, we can go to the secondhand shops, but you are not allowed to buy anything there unless it's on one of the specials. So if it's on 50% off or 75% off and uh you can we can get it um and so this one i was i just lucked out so completely spent two dollars and fifty cents on this platter for my sister it's really beautiful it's very unusual never seen anything like it before i think it's depicting a scene from israel like the mount of olives or something and my sister said the same thing that she'd never seen anything like it either and she's very excited she already hung hung it on her wall but that was a bonus. My main present to her was that I crocheted up this doily for her. And I never crocheted a doily. I've never used crochet cotton, you know, cotton thread. Yeah, you're talking to yourself, huh? Yes. And I was super nervous, you know, crocheting lace and with that um, crochet cotton, which I also got... Um, on clearance or special, if you will, at one of my craft stores, uh, not craft stores, um, secondhand stores, all brand new crochet cotton still wrapped up in the plastic. And <laughs> yeah, I got five cones or skeins, whatever you want to call them, cakes of the crochet cotton, 400 yards in each of them. And I spent less than $5 for those five. So I was quite proud of myself. And... I just had such a blast. I now have it in my head that I want to crochet up an entire tablecloth for us for our round table. Because it's pretty difficult to find round tablecloths. Um, also, it's pretty difficult to find round tablecloths that are of the depth that I prefer. I don't like tablecloths that just hang down like one inch or two inches over the edge. I think that looks... Um, 
don't know, I don't know what the word is, like scrappy or like it wasn't meant for that table. Um, so I, I, finding tablecloths is, is something that I'm always on the hunt for. Uh, and I'm never quite satisfied with the store-bought ones. So I was thinking, wouldn't it just be wonderful to crochet up one that can be passed down to our son because he's going to inherit this table just like my husband inherited this kitchen table from his mother we are going to take very good care of it so jimmy can inherit it right yes so that's that's a dream of mine we'll see how that things go and i don't know when that will happen but i also talked last time that i designed a headband crochet no no yeah this one's crocheted Use the granny stitch. Still haven't written the pattern up, even though I talked about how I needed to last time. <sighs> I'm just not in a hurry. I mean, maybe if I was maybe asking for some money behind the pattern, maybe I'd feel more excited to publish it. <laughs> but since it's just a, a cute little thing that I was going to put out for free, I, I guess I'm just not motivated right now. Yeah, it's weird. But they're fun. I wear them. I wear one of my headbands almost every day. And I've got so many designs in my head for more headband ideas. or And how to construct them differently. And how if I do it this way, maybe it'll sit better on, on my head. But that's probably everybody else's head. Because I don't think my head is unusual. Um, so yeah, it's just I've just been having a great time. The very last thing that I cast off, which I literally cast off yesterday... Uh, which you guys haven't even heard me talk about ever, is the Scrappy Bias Shawl by Emily Claussen of Salt City Knits. She's got a YouTube channel, Salt City Knits. She's also known as Salt City Knits on Instagram. She's out of Utah. She's wonderful. This is one of her free patterns. I think this might have even been her very first pattern she ever published. It's extremely simple. It uses all scrap yarn. Uh, mini skeins and I it was so incredibly soothing and therapeutic where um, I've been having a lot of internal kind of stress and chaos to just pick this up and just let myself be washed away in the rhythmic knitting of this because um, it also didn't hurt my hands too much because it uses US 6 um, needles and I wove in my ends as I went, so I just need, I, I blocked it last night, no, sort of blocked it. I just wet it down, and then I hung it out to dry. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's Mama's new hand knit. Um, I used all scrappy yarns um, from various artists, no idea who they are from, but Mr. Radio was having a great time the other day trying to uh, name all the colors in here. <laughs> yes, uh, to foods. He's like, okay, well, that one's eggplant, that one's sherbet, oh, that one's grass. And I said, well, alfalfa, honey, it's alfalfa. (laughs) And he was just having a great time doing that. Jimmy right now is currently loving it. He's (laughs) whipping it around himself. Yes. Uh, um, I have plans to give this to a friend of mine who has been... Has not, literally has not complained once. Has not hardly even mentioned any of the difficulties they're going through. Um, But I happen to know about the struggles that they're going through. Um, They're working full time. They were the only person bringing home a paycheck. Uh, They're also going to school full time for their masters. They've got um, 
you know, teenage troubles, you know, child, uh, children troubles that they're working through. And yet they continuously take the time out to drop by and visit with me, say hi, message me all the time, giving me encouragements. And it just amazes me how giving people are. So the whole time I was knitting on this shawl, I just kept on thinking about this particular friend. And she's never asked for anything. She's always loved all of my hand knits, but she has never sat there and said, hey, will you knit me something? You know, how as many people kind of do, right? They just think that knitting them up something is so easy to do, and you can just whip it out. Um, I mean, I worked on this shawl for the past two and a half weeks. Every day. Lots of time. Um, so... It's not easy to do this for people. And, and that's one of the reasons why we, as knitters and crocheters, we tend to only do things for people that we care deeply about or for ourselves. Um, it's very rare that we do anything for actual money. Like me doing these commission crochets uh, is a, the rarity, not the norm. Um, but yeah, I was thinking I might just give this one to her because I I just think it would look beautiful on her. And I just kept thinking about her as I was knitting it. And I just, yeah, I just want her to know somebody's thinking about her. So, uh, all fingering weights, all kinds of different scraps. It's so beautiful. I just cannot stop looking at it. It's just, it really just catches the eye. And Jimmy loves it too, don't you? But yeah, those are my knits, and that is what is on the shelf. Yeah, Jim Bean. On the couch. Well, we ended the last segment with me talking about my finished uh, uh, scrappy bias shawl. The same day that I cast off that shawl, I cast on another one. So I have, mm, I've got, uh, let's see, how many stitches do I have? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 2, 4. So I've got 45 stitches on the needle at this point. You start off with three stitches and you increase one stitch every two rows. So um, it's not a bunch, but it's enough. Like, it's nice, especially at the beginning of this shawl. It's so fast. It feels like it just flies off the needle and then you're just, and then you get towards the end where you've got 200 plus stitches and you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? But I have been, uh, I started this one because I remembered when I was working on my last one that I had a whole bunch of months um, from my subscription of Row One Yarns uh, that that I had subscribed to years ago. I loved Row One Yarns. I wonder if they're still around. Oh man, I wish I could still subscribe to them. What Row One Yarns platform was is that they would choose one designer a month and they would invite that designer to dye up a whole bunch of skeins of their colorways, whatever colors they want. And then the lady behind row one, she would then put them into little mini skeins, uh, little cakes, because uh, you don't even have to wind them once you take the tag off. And, and then she would put a tag on them 
and she would put the name of the designer. So the one I'm holding here is Ba Yarns, and then uh, the colorway, and the one that I'm just holding right now is Here Comes the Sun. So I have a whole bunch of months. I think I've got like seven or eight months that I did this, uh, and I just thought to myself, wouldn't that be fun if I just knit up some from uh, the designers from there? And so I pulled out the yarn actually I think all of these are yeah all of the ones that I have in my knit bag right now are all ba what is it just ba yarns yeah ba yarns and she also had a little um let's see this one even has uh, I still have all of the introduction to the independent dyer behind that month and all of the colorways um in there I guess this was back from a Halloween month so she says this month the carnival of color club from row one yarn brings you 100 grams of richly saturated color from la yola of yalo yola from ba yarns so la yola is ba yarns most popular base it's a fingering weight yarn made from 100% superwash merino wool Ba, ba Yarn is hand-painted by Mira Cole in Oceanside, California. And then she gives care instructions and all of the um, colorway names. So I got 20 little minis. So they must be 20. So what is that? Five grams of each little mini. And I think it kind of depends because it seemed like some months the little cakes... Are larger I feel like this one the little cakes are a little bit smaller than some of the other months and maybe that was just because Ba Yarns just gave her a whole but uh, like a lot of colorway she gave her 20 and so she was able to do smaller minis and give us a whole bunch of colorways rather than just one oh they're so beautiful so I've already knit up uh, I started this shawl with a teal then I went into a speckled kind of uh, variegated green with yellow but the yellow is kind of greenish as well I wouldn't call it an acid green and I wouldn't call it a neon yellow it's 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 a great colorway like that that's a really fun colorway and now I'm on to this hot pink color which I don't know what colorway it is I've been throwing away the little tags as I take them off I know that's terrible well here uh, light my sapphire that must have been the teal one. I still had that one in my bag. <clears throat> anyway, it's just lovely. Absolutely love it. So I just thought I would work on that. And who knows, this one I might keep. This one I might give away to somebody else. I don't have anybody else in mind right now. So who knows, it could, it could be for me. Then the next, the only other thing I have on my needles besides from my, um, my blanket for my parents, which I think I've maybe crocheted up 20 squares since we last spoke. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, the only other thing I have on my needles is my birthday cast on, and it might not be cast on for long. Not because I don't want it, and not because I don't love working on it, but because 
it just is incredibly painful to knit on. And that is the uh, Boxy Fade by Hohi Locatelli. Boxy Lace Fade? Lace, lacy boxy, boxy Fade? Sorry, I don't have the pattern in front of me. I wanted to cast this on really badly because I've wanted a boxy sweater for a long time. But it literally never crossed my mind that I could knit a smaller size than what was recommended for my size. And if I if I knit the the size recommended for my bust uh, bust measurements, I would drown in it. Now, drowning in a sweater when you're a teeny tiny little stick, and maybe you don't even have a bust, that would be even better probably. Like if I was a B cup or an A cup, like. A boxy sweater super oversized I think would look so cute and adorable and in fact it does if you go on Ravelry and look at some of these smaller women who have that uh, shape uh, they look adorable but for those of us that are larger uh, and have a plus size chest circumference it's just <laughs> It looks ridiculous, let's just put it that way. And you look a lot fatter than you actually are. Now, it, does, it doesn't It does make the skinny girls look fat, it just makes us fat people look fat. Fatter, like you don't wanna look fatter, you know? It's just, it's a, it's a hard sell. But what I finally figured out is that I don't have to knit it to my size. I can knit it the small, a, a lot smaller size and it doesn't have to be baggy on me. It, it, it'll still have that boxy shape, but it won't be super oversized. And I was like, doy, why did that take me so long to figure out? Once I had it figured out, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm casting it on. So I got my beautiful package from um, Charming You. And I, and, oh wait, no. Because the beautiful package I got from Charming You for uh, Christmas in July colorway. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. But it's DK weight sock yarn with two mini skeins. Oh, it's so amazing, guys. I really wanna knit DK weight socks now. I've never, I've knit worsted weight socks for like going to, out camping and hiking and stuff, but I've, I've never actually had a hand dyed skein of yarn in DK weight that was meant to be socks like it's it has nylon in it I, in the base I was like what this is insane <sighs> but I can't knit that from a fabric right now my hands won't allow it so I had to put that on the back burner but of course that made me think of all of my Christmas uh, mini skeins that I had from Charming You and I thought oh my goodness wouldn't that be just amazing to do all the mini skeins make a little fade going on um, for my my birthday cast on for the boxy lace I'm getting it totally wrong lacy box <laughs> fade so I skeined up about six or seven of my mini skeins plus the uh, the full skein that I got in that package which is to die for beautiful and then I skeined up a bunch of my lace weight alpaca cloud 
yarn from Knit Picks to do the lace uh, panels in the sweater. And on my birthday, I sat down and I cast it on. But here's the thing. I thought I could do this, but I'm really struggling. It's beautifully written pattern. The yarn is beautiful. I literally have no complaints except for it's killing my hands. So it's knit on US size four needles. And I think for now I can't knit on anything less than US six. So the shawl that I'm working on is a US six on fingering weight. It's all garter stitch, so it's perfect. But the sweater, most of Hohe's sweaters always starts out with you start knitting either the front or the back. I'm not really sure which it is, actually. I forget. So you knit the back portion for a while. And then you put that aside and you cast on the front. And then you join them together and you knit in the round for the rest of the sweater. Well, I can't, A, work on U.S. size 4 needles. That hurts too much. And B, um, purling is so painful. I was almost in tears after the first maybe 20 minutes of working on this sweater. And it was, I, I had produced hardly anything. I thought to myself that maybe I could push my way through it. So I did. I pushed my way through. I, I even got through the first lace section in Alpaca Cloud. And I'm working on the, um, the next stripe area of the back panel uh, that's, knit, that's still knit flat. Because you don't join in the round, I think, until after uh, the arms, uh, the armholes. And so I have to work flat. And it's increasing, so it's getting wider. So there's more stitches and it's just, it just got to the point that I couldn't do it. Like my hands were crippled for like three or four days. I couldn't knit anything I had to do. I had to triple up on my stretches so I could do that. That being said, the great news is, is that my doctor informed me that I've actually been diagnosed with mother's thumb or uh, mother's wrist um, since I first came in that first time. Uh, like a year ago and talked to them. This has been going on for a year, my friends, where both of my hands are pretty much crippled. Like even holding my phone right now to record, since I'm not using my mic, um, it, it hurts my thumb and my, like, even though I'm not using my thumb, right? I'm holding my phone in the palm of my hand, but the weight of the phone on my hand, thus via my wrist, somehow transmutes into pain in my thumb. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I saw my doctor and they were like, yeah, you've been, you've had this on your, your diagnosis for a year. I said, well, what the hey? How come I haven't been referred out to go to physical therapy? And she just kind of shrugged her shoulders. She says, maybe it's because you went to urgent care instead of came here uh, to see me about it. I was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, long and the short of it is, um, I don't have to go see a hand specialist for, for right now. Instead, what they did was they signed me up for 
physical therapy for my hands and it just so happens that I was able to get in with a physical therapist at Providence who actually specializes in hands and wrists and arms. I'm really excited. Now, that being said, after they assess me, they're going to determine if uh, they feel like I can improve just with physical therapy or if I have to go in for a shot. And I'm thinking that's like, is that a cortisone shot? No, something like that. Like they do, like my dad has a bulging disc in his back and he goes in and gets, I think it's a steroid shot. I'm not really sure, but my doctor told me it's the same thing. And so they put that into my thumbs. So I don't have, um, I don't have carpal tunnel. I do have arthritis in my wrists. Uh, and I have mother's thumb (laughs) or mother's wrist as well. So it's great. So I'm grateful that I was finally heard and that I was able to communicate with my doctor about all this and that I now have a plan to move forward for my improvement and my care. What I'm not happy about is that I think I'm just going to have to rip this sweater out. I I just don't think I can do it at all. Um, And that's just how it's going to have to be for I don't know how long. And I hate it because I really want this sweater. What's giving me encouragement is that I have a lot of other uh, other options to still use Charming Use yarn, these mini skeins, in other projects. I was looking through my Ravelry library, pattern library, and I saw that I had the Scrappy, no, yeah, Scrappy V, the V-Back T. And so the V-Back tea is pretty popular. I saw it on my honeymoon in person in one of the yarn stores that I was at. And I took lots of pictures of it because I loved it. And at the time, I had no idea. I'd never heard of it. So that was about almost 18 months ago now. Um, And I've been wanting to knit one of those for a long time. Now, so... I think I left the yarn store and bought the pattern pretty much immediately (laughs) on my phone on my honeymoon. So I've had it in my library. I just haven't knit it. So the other thing is though that this, this pattern is really great. She's done an amazing job. She's, um, she's done a lot of updates that I noticed since last time to include larger sizes and and she changed how she did the increases so there wasn't as much for those of us that are bustier we need a lot more fabric around the bust but usually when you create more fabric uh for the bust area that means there's more fabric in the underarm area and then we get this weird thing going on where us plus size women We've got this this strange bunching up of knitted fabric in our armpits. And it's uncomfortable and it makes you not want to wear hand-knit sweaters. I'll just be honest. Well, from what I've read of her updates that she did for the pattern, uh, she, she redid the increases for the bust area so that you would still get the fabric you needed if you're bustier. But you wouldn't have the extra fabric in the armpits. And that made me even more excited to cast that on. Which, by the way, is one of the reasons why I love the Tia Tea. Because, essentially, there are no sleeves. So there isn't all that extra fabric in my armpits. 
I love it. And I could wear a shirt underneath it, like a long sleeve. And I, I anyway, sorry, I'm going to stop talking about the Tia T now. <laughs> Anywho. <clears throat> Uh, she also has designed the pattern for um, um, thicker weight yarn, like say, I think it's DK. I don't have it in front of me, but she also made an extra pattern for the scrappy V-back tee. So if you haven't heard of the V-back tee, it's really great. You can you can wear it front or back. So uh, on one side, there's a nice deep V, and on the other side is a little scoop neck which is not truly a scoop neck it's kind of more like if you're wearing a sweatshirt i think it would come around that line neckline area but the whole idea of it is is that you could wear it with either the v uh the scoop the v in the in your back or you could wear it as your front and have a nice little cleavage going on love it love it of course you know i'm gonna wear it with the v in the front hello um <clears throat> Plus, I don't really like my back. Ugh. And then also, wouldn't it just show off my bra strap? I'm not one of those people that can go around without wearing a bra. I just can't do it. <sighs> so, so my thought process is, is that I will rip this out and cast on the V-back tee. I had my husband print the pattern for me, and I'm all set. I just need to read through the pattern and make sure that I'm not getting myself into something again that I can't finish like with the like with the lace lacy boxy tea, um boxy lace tee fade tee oh my gosh it's driving me crazy that i can't remember the name anyway that's my plan and i feel like i just rambled on and on and on with what's on my needles but there's a lot percolating here and a lot goes into my knitting these days i have to be very thoughtful about what I am knitting on what I have in my hands not just because I'm hurt but also because my knitting and crafting time is so precious these days I have to do what is going to a be peaceful and b be um um able to pick up and put down pretty easy so those are my thoughts and that is what is on the couch Contemplation Corner. Do what you can with what you have where you are. Theodore Roosevelt. Well, my friends, another episode has come to a close. Thank you so much for joining me today as I talk about all the finished things and thoughts about what I'm working on, what I can work on, what I plan to work on. I really liked that quote from Theodore Roosevelt because sometimes you just need to stop and recognize where your capabilities lie, where your strengths lie at that moment. And it's okay to not to not be able to do everything. It's all right. And uh you know, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but when I read that quote, it just reminded me yet again to just be grateful for 
what I can do and the mere fact that I can still craft, work with fiber, just, I just feel so much gratitude for that because those months that I wasn't able to knit at all, just, it really hurt me mentally. It really did. It's, it's, it's my biggest self-care. So uh, thank you so much for joining me and remember my friends to knit or crochet what you love and knit and love what you knit or crochet. Ta-ta for now.